You were, uh, you know, you were like pinned in the corner because Punky wanted to see. <laughs> Bianca, don't get her started for this Sorry. podcast. We're going to have just nothing but kitty cuts. I'm a little princess in the peak. Get on your little blanket. It. Damn it. <laughs> All right, Which? shush. Shush for one second. <laughs> Please. Oh, hi, you're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all the good, bad, and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney, and I'm uniquely qualified to discuss this as I currently work, or used to work, at a very busy and very popular comedy club in Los Angeles. And at least one of you listening right now has probably grabbed me and told me you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. So let's eat. I'd like to welcome our guests. You already know them and love them. We have Lee Lamps and Quay. And back for round two, we have Bianca Sia. Hi, lady. How's it going? Punky is in absentia because yesterday was her birthday, and (laughs) she is not dead. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. She might be dead. Well, she might be, but it was from drinking. But it was for fun. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't from anxiety for once. Yeah. Or not sleeping or any of that. So happy birthday, Punky. You won't listen to this probably, but <laughs> hopefully your hangover is cured by tomorrow. Maybe <laughs> tomorrow. After we left her last night, I was like, oh, ooh. Yeah. ooh boo, I was boo. like, I should go. Yeah. <laughs> now is the time. It was <laughs> like, well, because I usually am all about the partying, but I had partied for no reason the night before just celebrating insanity. So I was so hungover. So it was just funny to be sober amongst people doing shots of tequila because I'm usually not that person i know i was disappointed in you i'm sorry i was (laughs) literally barely able to be upright i took me i didn't even wake up until 4 30 yesterday afternoon and i'm not proud of that i'm sorry (laughs) that's okay stop bragging (laughs) well this is quarantine time oh bianca do you want to plug your podcast oh yeah i do a podcast with a famous uh, comedian by the name of neil brennan and (laughs) who is that who is that it is called how neil feel and it's pretty fucking cool. It's funny because we got in a debate because he's like, I think he had this period of time where he just was like, no, um, Half-Baked is actually a shitty movie. And he wrote it. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, he wrote that movie? I didn't know yeah. that. Aww. And I'm always like, dude, Half-Baked's hilarious. It's funny. What are you talking about? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. And he wrote and he tweeted that. And then so many people quoted and tweeted back how like quotes and jokes and stuff. And he was just like, I guess it wasn't that bad. It was that bad. I guess it wasn't that bad. I'm like, God, only Neil would like shit Shit on his own product. He's like, I'm so above my work. (laughs) Fuck off. I mean, it was great. There is the evolution of the artist, but like to just shit all over it is hilarious. I'm offended when you shit on Half Big, dude. That's a great. It's a great, great like, it wasn't supposed to be groundbreaking necessarily. No. It was just funny supposed as to be fuck fucking though. funny. Well, yeah. and how many, like, think of the weed movies. What are they? Cheech and Chung. Oh, God. And like, the, yeah. Harold and Kumar. How Harold, and, who, Harold and Kumar. How Go to White Castle. And then there was, um, Dude, Where's My Car? Was that a weed movie or was mm-hmm. that? I, was like I think they were just stupid. surfer, dumb, dumb yeah, guy. I mean, like, no, they, were they just dumb? They're supposed to be like, ugh what oh okay but like that bill was more like bill and ted okay right i do think it's hard to have like a kind of a, li- a really one note theme in a movie and have it be really good oh facts so come on, bianca with yeah. the hot facts so come That's on now yes. come on <laughs> okay so i wanted to let you guys know that we are in week seven <sighs> and if you guys haven't listened to bonus corona episode number two for this podcast in that i say we'll probably see y'all at episode 10 because we'll still be in this and i was kidding when i said that were you or was that your I inner s- your inner whatever it must have been my inner fucking guru being mm-hmm. like nah kate you know because this is literally week seven 
And technically, this is the eighth week we have been closed if because we closed on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So this is technically the oh no, this is this would be technically the ninth week we have been closed because we closed March 13th mm-hmm. and it is almost May 1st. So is tomorrow. What's today? The 29th. Today's the 30th. Today's the 30th. Mm-hmm. Shit. I was supposed yeah. to sign up for health insurance today. <laughs> Lee, today's the last day to do it. I'm going to do it. Her hips. She needs it for her. <laughs> yeah, my hips <laughs> keep going out. Y'all. I'm sorry. Every, every day Lee's like, I'm just stretching my hips. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? You want to go somewhere? I'm like, no, nope, I'm doing yoga. <laughs> oh so my God. real quick on the punky tip, even though we sort of addressed this, people were definitely asking if she was okay after last week. They were worried about her and she's uh-huh. fine. She's just, she's hung over. That's all. Yeah, she's yeah. fine. Yeah. She's always going to be fine. She just has her. I mean, she's just being honest. You know, she just has her moments like all of us. I just think when like Bianca and I know her really well. So I think we've seen her not performing all oh the time. Lord, like yes. we've traveled. We've traveled the world with her a little bit. We've been, <laughs> But it's just when Punky's outside of her, she's not on all the time. That is OK. This is an important note because that is something that I think that when we're used to seeing comics in their performative mode, people always are like, oh, that person like, did something drastic to harm themselves. Like they seemed fine. Yeah. So please elaborate on that when you mean you've seen her not at her like always performing mode. I mean, she's always I mean, she's just you know, she's just normal. So it's like, you know, she's moody. The bitch is moody. As and um, if she wakes <laughs> up on the wrong side of the bed, Lord, stay away and <laughs> stay away. Go to the other side of the bed. Yeah. Hop out the window and run. <laughs> Yeah, learn that. But it's funny because, you know, you are friends and you travel with people and you get to know them. And you the grow. more time you grow and you sort of you have your growing pains. Like now I'm like, oh, she's fine. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just she's just tired. And then Kate was and like, like, I'm she's, worried. I was legitimately like, I was like, like, don't worry. I started reaching out every day. I was like, yo, are you good? Are you alive? Are you still around? <laughs> like, And she was like, yeah, girl, I'm fine. And I was like, OK, all right. All right. It was just I mean, she is having a hard time, but all of us. Are, but, you know, yeah. she's not like Punky's never suicidal. So don't worry about her on that tip. That's real talk because that's what i was afraid Katrina of straight up survivors yeah. they keep surviving baby. hello facts okay so one of an, a question that i got was well have you guys adjusted so much to being in quarantine that you kind of don't want to go back to work because yes. i think that's what people are wrestling with same i feel the exact same way i'm starting i really feel like it's the new normal and then yeah. they started to say i think it was like a week or two ago they were starting to talk about you know how they're going to slowly reopen and if they're going to like do you know take people's temperatures when they walk into restaurants and that kind of a thing and i was like i don't want to go back to work <laughs> i'm like i don't no. want to be here anymore either but i don't know what i want i want yeah. to live my life and not go back to work 100 <laughs> percent. no i think the nice thing is i it's motivating me at least to just go towards other things that i put off because i'm working and then i wake up and i'm tired we work late we get up you know late and it's like a cycle so you put off things till you have maybe a day or two and now you have there's so many day or twos so (laughs) now i feel really focused because work is just not an option and the things that feed my soul and hopefully and like can be lucrative are things i need time for Mm. and things i need to kind of be away from work so it's just making me hyper focused on creativity and i love it although it just would be nice to live you know what i mean it, it ends up being the rose and thorn of it because it's hard to be creative when you're so stifled, but Ooh, you have facts. so much time 
to be creative. So it's like, ugh, what do I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. One of, yeah. One of my issues is I've always been somebody that works really well under the gun. Same. Like my best ideas. If always I'm, under pressure. You know, I, it, you know, it's funny. It's like you'd think having said that, that I'd be great on some sort of a cooking competition show. That is not the under the gun. I mean, oh, no. a camera on lose, my face and under the gun is not good. Mine. <laughs> I, I remember I went on a game show once and um, it was like this pop culture game show. And I aced all the written tests and all the things that are like Jesus you know everything about it I'm like I know it's ridiculous I have too much useless information put me on a show where there's cameras on me and I'm like they're like like, can we smile what's going on with you why are you and I was like uh, help help come on no you the only answer I got was an an the answer was Gloria Steinem and I was so proud I was like my mother would have fucking killed me if I had yeah I was like yes (laughs) <laughs> okay what but was the no, question do you remember uh i don't it was something about i think oh it was like a somebody played her in a mo- mm. i think kirstie alley played her in a movie where she had to play a playboy wow. bunny or what she a like weird poses casting. It. it was like a very strange yeah well there was like an article right because you know she went undercover to write an article right. about what it's like to be a playboy bunny Gloria steinem did mm-hmm. in the i didn't eight, know that 80s late 70s I thought it was late 70s it was 80s. when they had the playboy club in new york city oh well, yeah. they still have that, by the way. Do they? Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. Jesus. As of a year ago, they had it. Maybe it's closed now. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was a good, it's a good movie. You should all watch that if you want. It was, I don't know how the fuck, that was just a very random question, but there was- But you got I it right. got it right. Because it took me 30 minutes to like pull out of my like deer in headlights. I have cameras on me, super, but I just freeze. I'm not good at it. But otherwise- I'm really good at when I'm baking and I have to come up with stuff like if something doesn't work out and to be improv like to improvise and like come up with a new way and then I come up with new recipes that way it's fun. But like you said, if you have all the time in the world, it's really hard to organize your time. Yeah, no, totally. Sorry, I would I want to go on supermarket sweep with you guys now. I'm like, <gasps> oh, I would be so okay, good. That at that. You know they're redoing. It. They're redoing it. They I are. Mean, Leslie's hosting it. I would. Cr- I really, really. Go Leslie is the new host of Supermarket Sweep. That's going to be the most fun fucking show to be a part of, I just because of that. Go, girl. Just, if you have a way in, can we go on if I'll, we know her though, or is it because that's I pro- just don't don't just don't acknowledge that. Okay. <laughs> I just loved Supermarket Sweep when I'd always be like, go for the hoses. There were these hoses in one aisle, <laughs> and they were all like thirty five dollars each. I'm like. The get hose. the high priced items dumbass get the hose okay we, we would have we would come up with a strategy i'm with it if you're i yeah, love you know, that show i, I like too. the physical ones i used to when i first moved here just i did every odd odds and end job acting wise yeah so i used to be do you identify as an actor bianca you haven't said that yet oh yeah i'm an actress writer okay. all-around great person <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it remains to be seen, yeah. Remains to be seen. <laughs> um, and so I used to work for that show Wipeout. Mm, you did not. So I would run the track before. Get the fuck out of here. Were you able yeah. to do it? So, no. Well, the fucked up thing is like you do it and they'd be like, okay, that was too easy. And then they'd make it way more slip. You'd have to run it. Like I would be there in the morning till the night running the track Jesus. over Bianca, over get over. knocked off of that shit. That can't, your body must have hated like, that. You're like jumping in the air and they shoot you. Like they knock you with like a fake, I yeah. don't know, punch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the then they're like, that was so funny. And I'm like, <laughs> um, do, do you can, do you have that hundred dollars you promised me? <laughs> Bianca was a crash test dummy. I was oh my crash, god, hundred dollars a day, girl, to I, be hit repeatedly by well, that. This isn't shit? always that. They had a team called Get This, the Black and Blues. <laughs> Okay. It's these really fucking no, hot, right? It, they're really like these really hot. I don't know, scuba diving like 
tactical team that well did it okay. first and they were so hot and then we would come in and do it and then you would get a hundred bucks a day girl but that i mean you must have been so hungry did and just needed that hundred like, bucks yeah like, like bruises and- bruises like just weird weird aches but i will say you're not always getting punched you could do the one that you like jump over the thing coming to try oops try all to the sound that you're hearing in the background is bianca demonstrating <laughs> as we're Sorry. doing this podcast <laughs> so i'm not editing it out because no, i think well, it's hilarious I guess we don't have to demonstrate <laughs> for the podcast it's not a visual medium well yours <laughs> is visual so you're used to i know i'm like to gotta be yeah you don't have to be on yeah no. okay cool. just your voice just make your voice anyways cool. sorry another <laughs> diatribe about fun no that's okay so that's when you first got here but i, I just, hate fun okay <laughs> stop talking about so it. the so do you feel but you haven't answered yet bianca do you feel like you're just ready to be done with work then or are you like kind of ready to go back i like to live a balanced life and mm. i and i'm very bad at being an idle hand. So that's actually why I didn't have a job. And then I, I used to do tutoring through like the No Child Left Behind Act. They had like subsidized tutoring in LA. And I, that's what I did for most of the time. And I just realized, man, my brain isn't good like this. So I got a job at another comedy club and then I got the the comedy store one. But there's something about having my time not fully be mine and like, mm. oh, I'm obligated to this thing. It makes it gives makes me more like Lee saying crunch time. It's like, okay, cool. So these are all the hours I have to really do what I want with my life. And so I just, my mind doesn't work well without structure, but mm. I can't give the structure very well so i kind of need to opt into something i would go down in hours probably even more i mean i'm pretty down in hours you know me I'm yeah like, you're not really my shift. <laughs> she's hardly over there i'm like i'll take six <laughs> nights because yeah. i will it's Why, like you work like a dang horse well, I just yeah you do want, i've been enjoying since i took the time off from my from like the full-time pastry job at the hotel and then went home for a bit and then i just started traveling with you and like going home to mississippi to hang with my mom for like a month and it it was just like so nice to not work for the man for a minute. Girl, we are so blessed to be. And in most restaurant jobs, when you take off even a week, I worked at a place that was all hierarchy and we were put at the bottom of the hierarchy list if we went, if we took any time off. And That's even when up. it was like, hey, I haven't had a, a week off in two years. I'm just going to like take some time for myself. I want to do whatever. They'd be like, cool, cool, cool. You go to the bottom of the rotation just so you know. We're so lucky. We are, and we are so lucky. Whenever I, the, the problem is that without seniority the advantages in a like you know the job is not like we're biochemists like we all kind of it's easy access in and it's easy access out these kind of part-time cashy jobs which is their appeal it's great but you need seniority to kind of maintain i don't know a symbiotic relationship with each other so when there is no it's the natural order of of things i think like that in nature too there are people that are more powerful than other not powerful but you know it's like a i don't know i saw somebody i don't want to interrupt but I saw somebody with a shirt on the other day that said you have to earn respect and I was like shut the fuck up you oh my so, god I just immediately was like I wanted to punch her in her face like, we should like this bitch we should wear those at work <laughs> what do you want to Art. order god damn it no but so I, I think at our work sometimes that can get abused so people are like oh I'm out and um, when I get back I will be complaining about all the bad shifts I get it's like oh lord Some but I will live to complain oof. well come on mm-hmm. Most of us there. Mm-hmm. I mean, facts. Dealing with customers, I will say, leads to a lot of complaining by just because it does. Yeah. But it's interesting though because okay, so like Bianca and Lee and Punky, who's not here, have all worked at the store or at the 
well, we've said it already. I keep acting like we haven't said where we work at the comedy store uh-huh. for a lot longer than I have coming into a structure of seniority was I was used to that at most restaurants in Los Angeles of like, yeah, you're getting the shitty shifts. You're just like, if you get two shifts a week, you'll be lucky. And I was right. told that in the interview, they were like, we may have two shifts a week for you. And I was like, fuck, all right, I'll make it work. And I was working another job. What was weird for me was that I was like a lead bartender at my other job. Mm. And then I would come to the comedy store and, and I was on. the shit on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> and I would look at the schedule and I'd be like, all right, I can may- maybe cobble together a hundred dollars. Like, all right. But I will say that it did make me respect the system a little bit more. So I understand why that is a necessary part of that structure, because then you also see the new people that come in who are like, oh, I'm running shit here. And you're like, well, ooh, right. it doesn't land super well. No, it's annoying. You know, it is an easy come, easy go kind of a job in that it's a wait, a service industry job. And I think it's very transient, obviously. But um, I don't think the store is very transient. But that's though. the difference. And so that's why I do feel like it's really important to have seniority at a place like the store, because it is a very special place to work and it does allow for more freedoms than other restaurants would it's not very micromanaged even though we have some people that try to do it for the most part you kind of are your own boss you you know there are people that are like around to handle a problem but everybody's kind of their own little boss running around running their own show there's not like a super corporate way of of doing something everybody has their own system to make it work for them but what would you say to someone like me because like so i'm in the bottom sort of five of people that was that was hired because what happens with seniority especially at the store is like when people have been there for longer than 10 years the people that like i i've worked there for two years i will never catch up to the people that are like the top, top, top. But what are but, you catching up to at this point? Well, because it, if, if, if it's seniority with like schedule or if it's if, oh, you if, mean if we're reopening. Always, I mean, yes. But, but listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> Even though it feels like you don't understand, like I started when Jen was waitressing, you know, like. Which is it, she's currently the AGM now. <laughs> yeah. Like she, she, like it felt like I'm never going to move up. I'm never going to, because so many people stay there. And For a long they, time. They, 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 you know, they bank all these miles and they're just it's That's like how it, am I ever yeah. gonna I get what you're saying like I have a I have what six years on you or mm-hmm. something like yeah, that yeah you do so yeah you're never gonna outrun I just you, won't but, but guess what at this point like she has way more years than I do and the top four people in terms of seniority it's like I'm one of the top four it's like me you Dana yeah at some point and, it's like Denitha so so it, it you do end up just by human nature these kind of jobs there is always an in and out rotation you don't think so it feels like a mountain like cool, I'm never really going to make any headway because those people are so far ahead of me, but people come and go. Like, you won't believe how that changes, you know? But would you have considered seniority an, an important structure if you were a year into the job? Like, did you still feel that way when you were brand new? So I felt... Uh, super shafted when I first got hired there and Lee made the schedule <laughs> and she was schedule. a fucking bitch and didn't give me a, I so they Lee's trained her wine as she is Bianca explains this they trained Tam you it, Tam it bad I'll tell banks. you I'll tell you right now sorry guys another binky diatribe here we go um I got hired and they trained you on the weekends and you're like, damn, all this money. And then I didn't get another weekend shift for seven months. <laughs> I love that she knows she's like seven months and three days. And, and I talked hours. to everybody. I'm like, I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. They're like, just talk to Lee. And I was like, yeah, um, hey, I just, you know, I, I would, I'm super interested in getting another, like even if it's once every other week or once a month, like damn bitch. And she was just like, no, yeah, I totally understand. And you know, Ew, I was just like, Lee. nothing. She was just like, <laughs> I totally understand. It was the nicest version of like a shoulder shrug. (laughs) 
It's like, okay, girl, I hear you. <laughs> the thing Moving was, and I, I heard the words. I, I understand words. that. So when it, when one of our other managers took over, when they started changing everything more to what it is now, there's still some seniority, but there's barely any, in my opinion. Like when I first started, so the main room was only open two nights a week and the OR was the most steady money, like consistent money. And those were the good shifts. And it wasn't as busy. So there was only one person in the rooms on the weekdays and then two on the weekends. And those people had been working those shifts for 10 years. And you couldn't get rotated through. There was no rotation. Ooh. So I was on the schedule, but I was working every extra show. I wasn't working ever on our original room weekend show or like I was never working weekends and when I took over the schedule there was still a bunch of girls that had worked there longer than me because the head waitress at the time was like I can't trust these bitches I need you to do the schedule but you know but I was friends with them by that point so I wasn't gonna I, w- I didn't come in and like usurp all the power right, right. and then like take everybody's shifts away I just bullshit I didn't <laughs> I swear so I left it because I had taken over Eleanor all of Eleanor's shifts so I had four shifts a week and I it was shout exactly, out Eleanor Kerrigan Eleanor Kerrigan we love you but I was working exactly the shows that she worked I worked the same nights a week every show the same show for seven years now would that get interrupted if you ever went out of town or did you just not go out of town you were just like I'm no posted. we would go out of town and then you'd like you'd get people to cover the shifts while you're in town but when you come back you'd come right back to your shift. So I have an I know other restaurants that do that. They say this is the concrete schedule and they don't fuck with like your vacation schedule. You just have to go to other servers and, and be like, that's hey. how the bar is. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. The bar everybody I has a shift. Yeah. It would drive me nuts though. Oh, I mean, I, it feels very locked in, but like for example, when I was working and I started making, making headway. some headway when me and Punky worked the one black show. And even when new white servers yes i always worked that show also okay this is not about julie <laughs> let okay. bianca finish Lee. this is not about you you're long gone by the time this happened um and then there would be white servers that would get hired i'm brown by the way universe um i just <laughs> sounds weird uh, caramel bianca's caramel uh, colored i'm nubian <laughs> So then white servers would come, they'd be new and still me and Punky worked the fucking shift. And I was like, but that, why was that? Why do you think? Cause we were, why do you think bitch? I ain't answering that I'm question. Brown, I'm we're black people. No, no, no. But here's the deal. And I have to say in defense of my schedule making, a uh, PS, a <laughs> uh, PS, um, <laughs> they're scooting further uh, away from each other. Uh, but wait. Um, so no, but Jen and I literally, Jen and I and Andrina worked that show and Andrina worked Thursday belly rooms for seven years straight i would no, walk no. out into traffic and i get like, it I, and no, and, but we had regulars and we made all but i made so much money on that show but it was because i had my you hustle going system. and yeah, i knew what it I, needed, out. I needed Listen, to do the show is fine and that's what happened but it upset me and my home girl no i'm joking you know what i mean <laughs> yes stella noche and yes um but it upset me because that show it was we turned it into fun so basically that was our night we're like we're not gonna make any money we're gonna make the money we're gonna make and we're just gonna get wasted and so me and punky and like whoever else worked it with us because punky started as a server she was not always a bartender and right. paid I mean, regular comic I mean, she was here for comedy but yeah right. yeah we that was our day and that's when the roast battle started like a little bit after that roast battle started mm-hmm. and then tuesdays always tuesday stacked nights. in the or so tuesday nights was our saturday so we just like wrote off we would 
we wouldn't even go into the room sometimes. It, like it was legitimately the worst service I've ever given. But because it's like, yeah, whatever. Like you don't want to be here. I don't really want to serve you. Like you don't want to get the minimum. Honestly, though, it, get, show, it got hostile. That, that show got progressively worse over the years. Though. It was hostile towards the end. Yeah. What like, do you? Can you elaborate on that? What do you mean by it got, it got hostile? What does that mean? Well, because I think well, Lee, when you did it, I felt like it was like fruitful and people were like they were a good audience. Whereas when I did, I got no the girl. One of our of I fights. had a sir, one of my servers got hit with a shoe. <laughs> Another one got backslapped for trying to take a drink back. Like this, but no, I had to go head to head with the producer of that show as the head waitress so many times to stand up for the staff. And he was never on the staff side. He was a real big pain in the ass. So it was really like, that's why I'm like, I'm, I don't feel bad about people having to work that show over and over. And I'm like, it wasn't because you were black. It was because you figured out how to work it and you didn't how to complain it. about it. Right. But unfortunately, it ended up just being the two black waitresses doing it. And all the white girls that worked it with us were like afraid and like completely yeah. shit on that show. It's like, yo, how many shows are bad? Like, just yeah, suck it, it up yeah. and deal with it yeah. like everybody else did before us. Right. It's not the only bad show there. Do we have shows we have that are regularly so there? Many worse shows and they like that. Not like anymore, cash. though. Not anymore. But at the time. But at the time, it was like there was a lot of shitty shows. There was mostly bringers in the main room. Mm-hmm. There was only in our- the main room. Oh, oh yeah, all the all the shows were bringers in the main. Can you explain what bringers means? Because um, we've said it on other a episodes. Bringer but it is a type of show where, like, if you're a beginning comic, you have to bring five people with you to be allowed to go up. What so does that mean? So, hey, I'm starting comedy. I've only been doing it for a month. I have a show on Tuesday run by Kate. Kate's a promoter. Kate probably has like a deal with the, you know, let's say the store. Like, I get the door. They do the drinks, blah, blah, blah. What does I get the door mean? Like you get all the door money. 100% of that money. 100% of the money. So you get um, all the ticket sales because you're the one promoting. It's not our show. So I'm the producer. You're the producer. You're essentially, it's like renting a venue out, right? Okay. So because you need a crowd and you're just a one-man show, all the comics that go up have to bring five people. So you end up, they end up bringing the crowd and then you just stack the lineup. There's like fucking 20 people that go up. It's a a silent hostage situation. Exactly. What the and that's why we have to do two drinks up front because right. these people are like, as soon as their friend goes up, so they're like, can we go? Can we want to go. And yeah. they're so I'm not mad. staying long. It's like, uh, you might. Get your two, you better get your you two might. bottles of water. Settle in. Yeah. Settle in. Get real comfy, bitch. I was <laughs> like, you're the only one that your person brought. They're going at, at the end. They're going on at the end of the show. At the end of the show. Which is why, okay, so when we delineate between the, the all of the rooms, now the main room seats about 350 people if it's lightly sat. Were, were bringer shows filling 350 no. seats? It was like the people were spread out. It was mostly the front. Sometimes it will okay. shut the sides or sometimes with the black show, I know with the Tuesday, the tripping on Tuesday or whatever, people wanted to spread out. And so they just like, sat everywhere. They just sat everywhere. And yeah. You just you found just had, them. It was just chaos. So you had to sort of like everybody had a section but then you just but that's why honestly and I totally understand your point but it's like at some point you had to get really good at working that room and so it's because that's the only way you were going to make any money no for sure but that I will say this is the thing and this is what upset me is that I worked that shit for so long and I I complained a little I was just like yo can some like there's like nine people have been hired since me like can somebody get wrote I am work every Tuesday for the past three and a half years Mm -hmm. like can somebody work this fucking show a little bit like that is one of my shifts and I don't end up making money whatever but because of that because me and Punky worked that shift so hard when she became a bartender she was always a Wednesday OR always 
and she gave that shift to me. So I inherited her shift. So she, but did she tag you out and say like, hey, you're going to get this? Or did she go to Lee and say, give this to Bianca? Lee at that point wasn't making the schedule. It was Jen. She basically, they had a conversation. They're like, Dana had Sunday. Like everybody had their shift. And at that point she was just like, just give it to her because everybody else that was available on Wednesday wasn't in any of like and a you senior could st- And we could do that though. That was the thing. It was still like the old regime of the way that we were doing it, where it was like, it was sort of yours to give. Like all of my, when I stopped doing the four nights a week, cause I was starting to go to culinary school or getting it or like whatever I was doing, like I would be like, hey, bequeath. do you want my Wednesday? Like it was like, it, you are bequeathing that mm-hmm. uh, your shifts essentially. Yeah. So why did you not burn out during that time? Because I don't know that I could have done a similar rotation of like just getting shit on as far as like having a show that I felt like was really hard and being like, I'm it wasn't hard. It just wasn't years. fruitful. And like, it you was never what made it was. Money on that show? I did, but it, you know what it was? It's what that show was not good. You didn't work that show. Like the bad version the bad, of it. The, the, I don't want to say who. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, don't, don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I like that was, it was not good good like i mean yeah. he had guests and they were like he's like that's my home girl take care of her and then at the end no the girl was like can you get me a glass of water and then she bounced i had to go to him to get a, him to pay for it. like that did happen a lot but it just was like it was at one point it just gets totaled in your mind it's like this is a lot of energy but what i did was just i mean that that was back when it was a bit more debaucherous so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know you could be a shitty server you know what i mean it was fine i want to <laughs> distill this a little bit so the audience kind of understands what you were going through because I, th- I think that what's difficult is to just be like a show is sort of a weird concept for people so you're dealing with a room that seats 350 may have 150 people who are now seated wherever they want. There's not enough servers to handle that many people. So there's two servers in the room. There was more than two servers in the room, but they three. were the two. It was always three. Yeah, there, there, but they were the two regular ones. But it used to but not three, be. I mean, even three servers. It was for, three and you just went back straight back. Yeah. So you every, guys are trying to uh, oversimplify this because y'all are good at the job. <laughs> Let me be real to the audience, No, it was please. not that bad. It just was. This job is hard, y'all. Do not let her. It was the one everybody wanted to avoid, but it wasn't. It's like the belly. It yeah. It's like a belly ship. Everybody. Yeah. So everybody has. There's a room in the store that everybody's like, oh, I don't want to deal with it because it's stairs. It only seats 75 people. Like, but I think what is difficult for people to understand from a customer service perspective is if you are you have in your head, OK, I'm going to go in the room. I've got to get to these three tables. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to come back. I'm going to get their drinks, whatever. So you have a plan in your head with shows like that that are chaos. If 15 people on the way for you to get to those three tables have now stopped you and added to the order or been like oh shit this wasn't good enough or I've got a blah 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 we still have to walk back to the bar that is not close by change out the drink do whatever I'm like, it's not brain surgery I'm not trying to overhype what we do I recognize like we're not fucking at war but you're arguing every single shift mm-hmm. certain shows you're like all right I gotta I gotta gear up and if you're not a confrontational person you're like I think that 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 is that's a concept for customer service that is hard for people to recognize of the oh let me just flag down this server and certain shows do more of the flagging down of a server and it sort of throws you off of the mental pattern that you have set in your head which is challenging no for sure but i will say in this show in particular the reason why it was there was a few elements why it was it was i was hard it was because like everybody was fine for the most part but there was just a they just attracted their friends would come and they would be very bougie so the bougie people really took what does that the, mean to get, get oh, clear and customer like service very, like i don't know demanding demanding and flashy but they were also had some celebrity maybe you didn't know maybe there's black people famous but it was like a rapper or like a manager or something so what so, would be an example of an interaction you would have to have with someone that was bougie that I would mean, like throw like, you off your game. They, they wanted to sit in a section that was closed. So I had to go raise the curtain. <laughs> you would open the sections that were closed for them? 
that's because it was still someone else's show and they were like open the curtain for them yeah. so you have oh. to do it so then i got it then they're like oh while i'm standing um um you know what get me like some crazy drink and then but mind you have other people to take care of so it's just it's the same as like uh like if we're gonna go into right like the armenian show i'm persian i can shit on armenians they it just there are certain cultures that are just bit, a bit more demanding the armenian show is absolutely the most demanding show but they tip but they tip so well they tip so fucking well you'll do it it. you will do it it. i'll do it it's worth it but that's why you can have like legitimately seven tables and you make as much money as if you had your section full but it feels like you have two sections oh no because you're they're like um excuse me um yeah uh girl girl like they'll just be like we don't. Girl, we, don't we, we ain't got to do the Jack, accent. Let's, yeah. let's get right past that. Jack on the rocks. <laughs> up Always. The Johnny Walker Black. Johnny Walker Johnny Black, Black, Black and Jack mm-hmm. on the rocks. Mm-hmm. What is the? I don't know, but there's huh. just some. Uh, when people get together, we create <laughs> yeah. like an energy, and there's just some people that go to certain shows, depending on who the promoter is, where the energy can just be like a little taxing. You can't really get away with like tons of attitude. You can't really get away with like, okay. You know, I feel like we can kind of get away with that. And then oh, yeah, there's some away. where it turns into like, what can I get you? You again. Hey. <laughs> hey. So, but by the end of it, like your best friend. No. And then you end up, there's regulars. They money. would always be like, you're endearing girl. I'm uh-huh. like, okay, sure. I'll take it. Like everybody was nice. Someone would always hand you a hundred. So I made money, but I definitely earned it. No, and yeah. then I definitely was like, okay, I would like a Tuesday off, thank you. But when I, I that you do get burnt out. I get it. Yeah, you get burnt out. But then I got that one shift. I got punky shift. And let me tell you something, because you said something earlier. I planned my vacations around that shift. Really, I made sure that you'd if fly I, out on a Thursday and I'd come back fly by out a Tuesday. on like a Tuesday night, or I'd come out Wednesday morning. And when they took seniority away from me, and I remember being like, I was just like, "Yo, manager man, you took that shift away from me, but I like nurtured this shift. Like I fed this shift. I took it to the bathroom. I gave it medicine. <laughs> yeah. when it medicine. You like, breastfed it. I breastfed this shift, and like, and I like I put value on this job that yeah. me is really can mean nothing to me you know it's not like we get promoted right so sure. there's no upward mobility that is really. the promotion of this job is the seniority is the seniority oh so, no see that's interesting mm-hmm. Go ahead. but i told him that and he was like okay well that's sorry what, it really and was that's when you're like ooh. what okay. what was his what was his justification because it was under him that seniority got taken it away? wasn't him it was under it was the a, other it wasn't his idea it was, it was a was previous gm um but he sort of he laid down the law saying that he didn't want seniority anymore because he Why? didn't think it was fair oh. because he just he was like was but, but here's the problem is that it and then i'm sorry and then we'll go back to the way no, 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 no. but i'm done with the um but when you do that you take away any incentive for competition or for people to strive for something there's act nothing right. to strive for to act right like every if you if you entitle people with this feeling that you are happy to have them and they aren't as equally happy to have the job then you're sort of setting yourself up for failure and a lot of assholes you're going to deal with a lot of people who think that they deserve things that they don't deserve i want to elaborate on that do you did that happen did you notice that shift in the staff 100 percent. please elaborate well before people wouldn't take off five thousand months of the year because they knew like hey my shifts might get affected there was a thing called cooperation mm-hmm. we learned it in sesame street mm-hmm. like there was like <laughs> hey yo let me bring like people helped you so much it was more like why it was a team because it was like the the popular thing was to be good at your job it wasn't to slack and not do something and be a shithead and not help people out like you were it was like frowned upon so it's almost like when Caesar Milan has to like 
change like make a dog act right mm-hmm. he doesn't do it alone he brings him to his house and he has like 20 dogs that like sniff that one dog's asshole and now mm-hmm. the dog's like oh shit i haven't I been gotta act never, right right i gotta act right i've never mm-hmm. been around this many dogs so it just now you know there's no accountability to your coworker. i feel like mm-hmm. you know so have you seen a shift in the, the like the new hires because i would sort of be in that mix that we were like, you guys were entitled. like, Inti- what does Very that mean? Entitled. Like Very to money or to shifts to, to all of the above. To money and shifts and like, I'm going to do, oh, I shouldn't work this shift. I I worked hard for two months. Why am I still getting a shitty shift? It feels like, but then there's a natural thing of like, what, the first round of immigrants got stones throughout them and then yeah. the second round they have like a fund <laughs> to help them. It's like, you guys got a fund? <laughs> Someone threw a rock at my head. <laughs> so you end up, I don't know. Hard, it's hard from our vantage point to know what, is that better? It's, is it, would it be better? I don't know if I'd be as good of a server because the problem is, the problem is that there are sections and there are shows that they only put certain people in. Yeah, and that and, still happens. And those people were most of the time pre- The people who, senior. but I will say as someone who is new, who is working <laughs> okay. those sections, who okay. is working those sections, I do, I get A a lot and definitely under a different manager, I was getting it all the time. Yeah. I found it to be that I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it, but it was to, it was because I wasn't the shittiest server and I knew somewhat of what I was doing and it was like well you can handle it and I got told that people hired after me just couldn't handle it so they weren't getting it well how do I get in the team that just can't handle it because I hate that section well the problem is that with and I go back to my earlier theory that seniority exists in nature because it's like (laughs) she wants me to be by a goddamn tiger she's doing on a need to uh, sort this out but it's like it is the natural order of things so you can say that it doesn't exist but then you're going to always rely on it existing. Well, who says it doesn't exist? Because like, I mean, there's a mm. CEO of a company. I mean, it, no, but the, the, the rules we are constantly being shoved down the people's throats that have worked there for a long time. And it doesn't seem like that to newer people. It seems like, oh, you get to pick and choose. But no, I'm still being reminded on the regular that it doesn't exist. And I'm lucky that I still have what I have. So do you feel like because seniority means you've been there longer and you've sort of figured out the rhythm of the job? Because what was said to me early on when I was drowning every shift didn't matter if it was belly or it didn't matter what room I was in I was drowning every shift also I had another job which wasn't it you working two jobs is a nightmare but specifically with the store I was terrible at the job and then about six months in and someone had said this would happen mm-hmm. they were like something's going to click for you you're going to get it you're going to start making money because I would be lucky if I broke a hundred dollars every People shift yeah, which is crazy when yeah. you told me that I was like Ugh, oh I'd be but lucky hey, but Girl. in the beginning when I first started working there I wasn't I was like I used to ask the servers who had been there forever I was like how the fuck do you guys live off of this I was like and they're like every day I'd go to Dana I, I was I like kept, I don't like, get it I was like am I handing back hundreds instead of ones like what am I doing I thought how I was doing I, I was miscounting change yeah. I was like I'm doing something right. you guys figure like, something out yeah but it's like the ghost the spirit of the comedy store decides you just you deserve to be there and then it all of a sudden starts letting you make money but it is but you really also get better figuring out your system and, and it is a place where and that's why I love it but it's also like a lot of people cannot handle the lack of structure that yeah it has. some people don't thrive in that so they, mm. they need corporate structure in order to give them rules and ways to do things and policies and things like that. And we do have a little bit of that because it's a business, but it's still yeah. like for the most part. 
It is still kind of the wild, pretty wild ambiguously, west. Yeah. yeah, you know. But I also, you know, there's something to be said about seniority that works in the opposite direction too. I there were a couple servers that we had that had been there for a really long time, but were not were just status quo. They weren't great servers, and they had they took on this attitude of entitlement because they had been there for a long time that they deserved all this stuff. And I had to like be up front with one of them and just be like, "You're a terrible server, and people don't like you." You straight up said that to someone. Yeah. Yeah, because she was so entitled and she kept asking me and coming at me with attitude and I was like asking you what for better shifts yeah well she had gotten in an accident and needed time off to recover of course and that was no problem and then she was like okay so I need money so I think if you could just keep if you could put me back on my shifts and then I'll just have people carry trays for me and da, da, da. I was like no that's not how that job works though I was like but here's the deal if you weren't an asshole People you would have already it. offered yeah. to do that for you. You wouldn't have to be asking me to make people do that for you. <laughs> I, and I think I got there right when when that like everybody's an island except for the people that had been there for a long time stuff kind of just started to settle in because I was used to a job where everybody helped everybody. And I didn't understand no, this no. like you better figure it the fuck they, out. They used to be very though. Like that was really I've never felt so I don't know like even if I'm new and I'm not fully in with everybody if I could go to anybody for help. And anybody. that's why you guys are all still so close. I think that's why it's hard to be new. Oh, I'm still sort of an outlier. Okay, I have to remember that. But I wasn't now, used to that either. I'm sorry. No, even no, now, I will only go to the people I've known the longest for help. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, hey, can someone... Before, you just yelled it out. Hey, I have this. Can someone help me? Now, I just go to like very select people and I'm like, you have to help me. Drop this check. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also came from a comedy club where I was told I was the weakest server and they gave me the smallest um, section for years. And at one point I was like, you have to rotate me in or else I'm never going to learn. Mm-hmm. Hello, you'll never get better. That's right. the argument with A. I'm like, they're never going to learn how to do it if they're never scheduled there. Well, that's why I get frustrated because they pick and choose. We'll go, but they pick and choose their moments where they're going to have rules and then they're not going to have rules. It's sure. frustrating. It's like, okay, it's you're the strongest ones. And then now we're going to stop allowing people to like, yeah, you can't just decide all of a sudden that now seniority exists because these weak people can't handle it. There's no way to learn if you don't rotate through it. Well, that's the thing. And that was my argument. And that's when I left my job and I went to the comedy store and I told them nothing of my like prior judgment, like <laughs> judgments handed down on me. I was like, yeah, I can do whatever. I'm and amazing. I just kind of faked it because it was really nerve wracking and a was frightening and the doubles were like death to me. But what's a double there? Oh, you just two shifts in a row. Meaning two full like two shows, shows back two to full back. shows, yeah. two back to back, and that's Friday, Saturday. And we used after, to not have those. Yeah, that was well Saturday. And how many? How many? Oh, it was. We literally one. never had two shows a night until. And we, now we're doing that six nights a week. Yeah, we, we do. It's we too were. much. But it's it is too much. It's too much. It's too much. That's entirely too much. That's why I'm like, everyone is malleable. Everyone can get better, but you got to throw them in the deep end sometimes. You do, and you just got to keep there, and you have to have like. Every single waitress that and waiter that works at the store has cried at the store. Facts. So every single person. Facts. Multiple times. So embarrassing. So Facts. don't. There's not one person who's above it. It's anxiety filled. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's not like working at a restaurant. It's a different situation. Once you get that out, that's yeah, the nice yeah. thing about anxiety. Like it's frightening and can be very overwhelming, and it can feel like I can't do this. I'm choking. This. But yeah. it always, it's finite. Even if it comes back in a second, yeah. it still will ebb and flow. Yeah. So you do have moments of like, 
okay, that wasn't so bad. And you just can grow. And I don't believe in saying you're a bad waitress. It's like, no, you are a lazy bitch. Get in there and fucking work that shit. Yeah. So, so I don't have to work A all the time. No, now, seriously. Like, we've all made reference to A. What is this A section we've all made reference to? It's the to? biggest section in the main room. How so many people you does have, it seat? Um, uh, 80 can see upwards of 90 yeah almost 90 yeah. so mm-hmm. it's essentially two sections in one section and it really is if you work it you can make a lot of money or you can get really fucked it depends on how it's sat and all of those things like there's a lot of variables that go along with your night working out for you right. <laughs> the, also it's the a bar yeah, real slow. bad night and a yeah and if you so it seats roughly like we'll just say 80 to be conservative 80 people are they all sat staggered so you have plenty of time they to get should to be shut shat mm. they should shat. not be they shat. should be shat you should shat on them yeah that's what it feels like you're getting shat on it does sometimes. feel like you're getting shat um, on no but they should be sat staggered but you know there's a constant you know again the door guys have a similar issue in that not everybody loves their job and not everybody is proud of their i mean i think that this is generally a work ethic issue a lot of Facts. times like Facts. people some people have it some people don't yes and, and you can't teach it it doesn't matter if you're doing if you're shoveling somebody shit or if you're doing like brain a doctor yeah, yeah it's like you're you still are you either have a pride in how you do something or you, or don't. you don't you know what how I mean? you do one thing's how you do everything yeah exactly yes. so i think it makes a really big difference um and so sometimes you're blessed with people who care about what they're doing and they and they help you out and they seat you well and then you know the bar's running quickly and you're getting all your drinks and da 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 but like there's so many variables with that that if the bar's backed up and you're slammed and you're getting sat like you know six tables at once you're just like oh here we go Mm. (laughs) which i think this this goes back to the original question that started all of this because we all work together this is kind of why i'm not super stoked to go back to the job is just thinking of like like there are aspects of it that i definitely miss and i'm like oh it would be nice to sort of have that routine and see everybody and the social aspect of it that we love but that chaos and that stress i'm like i kind of don't miss being stressed out all the time but it's because it's also the longer you've been there the more you can detach and i think if you don't detach it, it can be a miserable job you just have to be like oh this is right. truly just slinging drinks though like, i mean it's at a like club. when you get if you're scared of something and something gives you anxiety and you don't overcome it the idea of it no matter how far away you get from it it's just a bit dreadful yeah it's like Ugh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. No, I still like I there's shows now and I think back and I'm like, man, I'm so spoiled now because we used to have it was never this sold out. Like the money's so easy compared so- to what it used to be. I'm like, bleep this out. I know. Too many people. I know. They don't need to know know. what we're doing. But like right now, I mean, I don't know how long it'll take us to get back to that point. It's going to be a while. It's going to be, I think, till probably the end of this year before we actually start making money. People for a long time. Well, well, they're allegedly going to absorb all of us back. No, I know, but I eventually, 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 but there's not going to be enough shifts. I mean, we are in the last, like we're in the worst position. We're in, it's not just theater. It's like theater and service, Mm -hmm. you know, and so many different uh, circulated air, not a lot of windows, like, you know what I mean? So, but can you elaborate also on why you think we meaning, because if we categorize ourselves as a restaurant bar, which technically is what they put us at in the pool like of los angeles venue venue yeah. Yeah. Also a venue yeah why are we in the worst position because i think we have all the worst we check all the worst boxes for corona correct so like touristy touristy very hard to social distance 
We, I mean, the buildings built in the 30s. We oh, packed them in like sardines. Yeah. It's crazy how tight we pack people in. Mm-hmm. It's crazy and weird. Every two um, top should be a, every four top should be a two top. Right. But we've made every. I mean, we used to have three rows of be. two tops in yeah. the main room. It used to be used two to tops. It used to not be two rows of four tops. And so it's like, we are serving them. They're like laughing. That's a lot of like respiratory shit going on. Sure. There's not a lot of air. It's very it's not stuffy because we have air conditioning, but it's recycled air. Like it just can, to me, it's like, it's like a theater. hundred percent. Like hot sauce, but you're adding in us going in between rooms. Moving. Like, we're circulating the air. So if someone sneezed so, over here, we might be moving it over. And also some of the performers, a lot of the performers we get at the store are massively successful people who make their money touring, but also being on television and in movies. Are they going to sign up for performing in that environment? If there's a risk to them, I mean, some of them were already pulling out before we were made to shut down. They were pulling out. Can you, you know? I know you can't say names, but can you elaborate on that? Because well, yeah, I had, had heard that too. We had the week before um, we shut down. There was a couple people who do like really famous podcasts, and they like had guests on, and were starting to talk about it. And like, this is really serious. And at that point, I was still like, wash your hands, yeah. you know, calm down, everybody. Yeah. And then they started pulling out of shows and canceling shows, and then it was like, oh, because it was like two sold out shows on a Thursday, which was like a shitload of money for everybody involved, and then including them. So yeah. they were willing to walk away. No, from and that then bag. it was just like, dude, I can't do this. Yeah. But if you also, so if you think about it though, like. Because, like, because we're such a unique theater space also, what if they said, you know, people can come back and they're going to take some of the chairs out and make things more distant between the tables, but people have to wear masks or something. It, we're not just a theater show. Like people, they rely, the comics rely on laughter, the interaction from the audience. So, I mean, I, even if the, even if there's laughter, I still feel like if you're covering your face, it's going to affect the show well and also you can't drink without moving your mask you can't eat food without moving your mask so the mask becomes moot at that point it's like well if you no, we can't have masks no i mean that's what they're suggesting about and that's what they said in order for us to open yeah it's like it's not even feasible it's not possible yeah any restaurant that's not possible because are you going to drink a glass of wine through a fucking straw in a hole in the like how is that it's just not not, it's not possible and i think the nice thing is uh fun fact now in Mm -hmm. la you can get tested no matter what for free for free Mm -hmm. and that just started to test Mm. They're not giving the antibody test. They're doing the real live Corona test for free. We can't all have the antibodies. I know, but I feel like Binky. I feel like I I do have the antibodies. No world. Binky feeds me her blood. uh, (laughs) We're gonna drink her blood after this. (laughs) The only way to get my antibodies is to make out with me. Oh well, that's Uh an offer, everybody. Take that back. Lee, stop! Stop touching me. No, Lee, not in front of the listeners. So, (laughs) kind of in the same vein. So, uh, a small business owner who has a small restaurant in Georgia actually he tweeted or spoke this, and somebody wrote it out, and it actually made total sense of why it's advantageous for Georgia to actually open up and why everyone's coming for Kemp now being like, you're an idiot. But he was like, no, no, no. Like, this is just everybody can open. Everything's as normal. And I don't have the tweet in front of me, but essentially what he was saying as a small business owner is it will put him under because as of right now, the the Fed or the state is paying for the unemployment insurance, particularly in Georgia. So if he is told that he can operate at full capacity, then he tells his staff, I can't actually take all of you back on because we can't operate at full capacity. So 
50% of our restaurant is open, which means 50% of you are now out of a job, which means he's technically fired them, which now means he has to pay their unemployment. No, so but it's, it, it's just his insurance. He doesn't pay, pay their unemployment. Well, there's a percentage of the business that has to pay it, though, I thought. Because uh, I thought unemployment was the none of the... You have unemployment insurance, mm-hmm. which takes care of it, but look at... Yeah, no, that's good because I was always on the impression um, because I know a certain someone is hell-bent on not approving unemployment for anyone really yeah it's just like there's a business owner that i know and maybe you guys know that is like just it doesn't he does he just like won't approve unemployment and i remember i talked but not for not for this current situation but just no, in, not general. The, in general yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay no. Yeah, yeah yeah and uh yes, I have he heard said about something <laughs> about saying like it just like why like you don't get but i someone made the argument well, it, it it's no skin off your back. Like it doesn't come from you it's guys. You pay petty. for insurance. Just yeah, like you don't have to fix a car if you get you just pay your insurance. Okay, go. The Federal Unemployment Tax Act. You were correct. It it states that it's six percent on the first seven thousand each employment or each employee earns a year. This is in California. So essentially, well, this is actually true all over. So it's essentially you you as the business pay a maximum of four hundred and twenty dollars per employee per year. So they've already they've paid already it. paid it. Yeah. Yeah. So they've paid so it's no skin off for, their back. It's it's no skin off our back. It's just it's like a car. Like sure. hey I pay my monthly and there's I don't know if there's increases with uh well they're getting relief right now because the extra six hundred dollars that at least in california is that california or is that everybody that's federal okay so again like that's the fed paying that so they don't have to there's their insurance hasn't increased as a result of that uh, as of right now so they are getting relief so that's why it's like why are you fighting this well it's it's just weird that well anyways that in that particular provision what you were saying about the georgia guy yeah i know he doesn't but i'm sure there's a there's like some state income laws where it's a more it's more of a burden on him to open it is a more a more of a financial burden also also one of the things that that he mentioned in his statement was every now the landlord so the person that owns the space where his restaurant is can collect a hundred percent of back rent and that was the thing is like george oh because if they open because if they open and you have you have if you got approved for loans Mm -hmm. you have to like actually absorb all the people so you Correct. can't it's almost better to be closed, closed. until you yeah, can be well, at 100 percent capacity national it should be a national emergency and not as not let i mean trump kept saying like let's let every state handle itself after having problem. declared it though yeah. a national emergency and th- but that's like, the problem it's like dude you can't choose now like we're the united states of america it's a country like take care of your country you can't then throw it all back on the governors of each state because right. then you're dealing with what is happening now which is like some people i feel very lucky that we live in california and we, are, we had really cool. great leadership. We are I taking think, such good care of. Gavin. He's so hot. He's real pretty. He's so Hi, Gavin. Hi, Gavin. <laughs> Show me your nipple piercings, Gavin. Oh, you don't have one. That's fine. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> we done already talked <laughs> about it. Come Balls. on, Lee. Get Nipples. back to it. <laughs> Not everybody can be a Cuomo. I know. For real. <laughs> no, it just, it just, I'm, I feel lucky that we live here. I, I, because I do feel like a lot of the responsibility has been shirked onto the statewide government instead of national government to yes. take care of stuff. And yes. if you don't live in a state with competent, leadership leadership then you're kind of fucked. well you guys are from the south what's up with that 
that place they are literally they really just like, insubordinate for the sake of being insubordinate <laughs> that's exactly like, what it is guys it's, you're it's, really matching the sound of your uh accent oh no lee has a missing but yours is fine i just mean you know there is a stereotype about like what's going on dang it dang it dang it dang that was disgusting never do that again i want to edit that out but i'm keeping it title episode i'm sorry dang it dang so so it's like i feel i have so many I have friends, a lot of friends from the South, and they're always like, you know, I hate the stereotype because just because I have a twang, all my family has, you know, degrees. Like, we're not stupid. And I think the South has that stereotype of like backwards, podunk, country, blah, 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 racist. I mean, all the things. All the things. And some of it is very well deserved. Some of it is earned. (laughs) But a lot of it, a lot of it is stereotypes because not everybody lives in the South and people can kind of go their lives in America and like never having visited the South. But when you see like the map of places opening and they're all in the South and they're like, it's because like, it's because they're just, they Come. just refuse to be it's told it's, something it's that's what it is it's insubordination because don't you dare tell me about my life it's, yeah it's i mean but it's just like is the that whole, similar to the culture though is that yes. like a stone's throw away from they're the still culture? yeah they're yeah. flying confederate flags still absolutely it's, it's like you're separate it's, guys you're this is a loser flag yeah thank you thank you might as well be a white flag. Well, who does, <laughs> i think sarah tiana does a joke that's like no, it's, it's it's a uh, Neil, no? No, it's Sarah Tiana. What? She does. You're the only. Um, she went on a date with some guy from the South. She's from Georgia. And she was like, he was like, well, we won the war. And she was like, you're Wait. still referring to the war as the civil war that you lost? You definitely or like, lost. You're no, no, he did say we won. The, I don't know what the fuck it was. Wait, but it was Neil- just like. What Neil, is Neil's joke? Wait, Neil's is like, he's like, people flying row flag and it makes sense. It's like, oh, nice tattoo. It's like, this is my tattoo to commemorate, to commemorate, commemorate, com- commemorate <laughs> my love for Steve. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, but what's that tattoo? It's like, oh, this is my tattoo for the time I tried to escape Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. That's it's so like, funny. what is this? Oh well, to totally like drown the end the room and my negative energy um someone Come on, tweeted, Kate, bring us back down Come Kate. On, Kate. In, in michigan at the state department there were a bunch of white people protesting today physically in the state in like the it's not the the i forget the name of, or whatever wherever they were they were like in the middle of a public building that it's was like a state. ann arbor that is not detroit something it wasn't detroit but they all of these white dudes with guns strapped top to bottom oh, yeah, guns yeah. screaming and protesting tamir rice was killed for having a toy gun at a playground right all these white like the level of white privilege to be able to roll up on the fucking state house locked and loaded we're we're exposing our whole asses as a nation good and good let the fucking good let these motherfuckers show their asses because then it's just like when when all the normal people come out of their quarantine hello and they're all out there dying of the fucking coronavirus like i don't i don't know i mean it's just it's just like the you know there's so many memes going on about like um lee and her memes (laughs) let me tell you what's going on in meme world world. (laughs) no it's just like people sitting on like piles of canned goods (laughs) and weapons and then Mm -hmm. they're like i'm gonna be here for the next 20 years to the end of days and then they're like wait you can't leave your pile of weapons and canned goods they're like what you mean i can't leave my my canned goods and my weapons you can't (laughs) tell me what to do and they're like wait you just said you weren't gonna leave your you know it's fucking well speaking of memes did you see the one i had such a good giggle it was like obama which i think is and then it said obama equals like five letters oh i saw and the math was wrong whatever yes it was like Obama Hussein no Barack Hussein Obama, Obama. Uh-huh. and it 
all equaled 19 and it was like COVID 19. And I was like, Oh Jesus but this Christ. This is so wild. Did you see the one with all the names and they were like, this equals 19. But if you did the actual math, it actually equaled 18. <laughs> and it was like, um, so sorry. Guys. Cause I was like adding it up and You're my like, friend commented and then he was like, that's yeah, You're I was like, like wait that's a minute. Not 19. No, <laughs> and I was guys. like, Oh, goodbye. This is not 19. Like, I could not. <laughs> but to answer your previous question, Lee, when you were saying like, aren't you glad that we're in a state where we have competent leadership. So one of the things that someone had asked me was about how we felt about the Las Vegas. I think she's the governor. Oh, no, she's no, the mayor, mayor of God. Vegas. Did you guys Offering see that interview? Crazy. She's out of her mind. Dude, she's drunk. I watched her with Anderson Cooper. She was like, that was crazy. Next he, level. She was like, no, you're not listening to me. He no, literally quoted her said. back. Dude, it was insane. I wish like, we should like all- are you going to go in there and work? Oh, well, I have a family. Uh-huh. Well, when my roommate was trying to push me out without pushing me out, she was like, you know, I have a lot of actor friends that are moving to Las Vegas. Like, it's very close to Los Angeles. You could still do auditions here. Like, you should really consider it. And I was like, this had yet to come out. And I was just like, not only is she trying to get me out of this apartment, she's trying to get me killed. <laughs> like, and out the state. Yes. Uh, that's also an incon... That's like a really inconsiderate comment. Oh, she... It's girl. like so like, oh, you should move states. Yeah. Well, it was because she was trying to get me out of the apartments without. I know, but me damn. Out. I know it was. It was. God bless. Her. You know what annoys God, me? God bless, bless her. Bless her. Bless picking heart. Bless her. Speaking of Southern, <laughs> bless your heart. Um, what I don't like is that these states are opening, especially Georgia, but they are opening everything for poor people, and they're not opening any of the governmental buildings. Oh, really? Still? The same, no, no. Do no, you no. know how many they're governmental not buildings are open? No. Correct. It's only nail salons. Like, first of all, mm-hmm. do you want black people to die? Yeah. Nail salons, barbershops, barbershops. Yep. I feel like Southerners all like to be like taken care of. So whatever, which is fine. But it's yeah. like nail shops, barbershops. So it's basically like, let's send the poor people out. Mm-hmm. They're going to be our to spend subjects. all this stimulus yeah, money to get the economy back yeah, going. Get but that they may stimulus die. money, even though they're not making any money like this, all the money they have, they can't. Yeah. Well, the timing, like, the timing is also deliberately for when they're pretty sure most people have the $1,200. Isn't it ironic that like, oh yeah, you know, you want to open right now because you know, they have that money money and you know that most impoverished people are paycheck to paycheck anyway mm-hmm. so they're not going to look at that twelve hundred dollars this is a generalized statement some poor people will put it away at a savings account but for the most part you were just handed twelve hundred free dollars you're not exactly i mean you're going to think oh i can now everything's open i can go spend this which is the idea behind it it's why it's called a stimulus check i get it <laughs> i have another version of that <laughs> is it a meme lee no oh. i should start one but <laughs> <For real>. no <laughs> if only if only but no so last night um i got dm'd by a friend who lives in london and she's like i miss hugs and cock <laughs> and i was like me too girl i am actually decided that i'm gonna spend my stimulus check and i'm gonna fill my house up with dildos that's why i was i was on amazon looking at vibrators because i realized my vibrator is like 15 years old and i was like this is unacceptable Wait, did you see the guy from amazon's like we are delivering non-essential it should be essentials only dildos aren't essential <laughs> it's a you lee. mentioned that last Pop in lee it's a stimulus check okay oh my god i can't lee. i cannot yeah oh. well i guess it, the point is to stimulate that's what i'm saying all right wow that's really everyone good done that's actually very funny no god, god it's that's not I said though it's a stimulus oh, check. here we go stimulate <laughs> yes now the two of them are gonna go off on their own little island Thanks, she's girl. bianca's rubbing i thought lee i was good but it was like 3 a.m so i was like don't know maybe she's just not getting the joke maybe it was 3 a.m you're like text me back girl let me know you understood oh. i'm it's a girl over here 
Have y'all seen? So this is sad news. Um, I read this yesterday that Amoeba Music on Sunset is they had been teetering kind of on the I edge for a while, and they were going to move location. Now they're not they? even moving. They're just done. Really? Yeah. They I said mean, officially. We all say that, but when's the last time you went to Amoeba? It was like I two go. Years I go in there a lot just to try and keep them going. Wrong <laughs> audience. I go yeah. with David. No, you're all the time. I go in there all the time. Yeah. I'm like I literally texted one of my friends the other day, and I was like, "Do you just sometimes stand in front of Amoeba and cry?" And he was like, "Yes." Well, <laughs> I wonder what. But, but their inventory if you think about like each individual <gasps> we vinyl, gotta go there and get some fucking sand. i was thinking of that yeah. i was like but but how if they liquidate everything now it's probably gonna all be online, online. because oh, yeah. and i have of, the most fun just digging oh in there. Digging exactly there, but you know that's the last place like there i'm from the bay so there was a place called streetlight records and oh, it was sure. so oh yeah yeah and yeah. it was like it, and it always had like a really crappy um, commercial. Yeah. It was just like bad animation. You know, like the local <laughs> that you end up loving. Commercial. Yeah. yeah. And um, that movie, what was it called? Tower Records? No, Empire Records. Mm-hmm. Empire. I loved Empire Records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of like, you could just kick it in there and um, in the Bay where the original ones are, uh, Oakland and San Francisco, there's there was growing up there's always the finest dudes really the most sexiest dudes especially on the one on hate they were so fine that's the only one i've ever been to is on a hate you haven't been the one in uh -uh. um, berkeley i went went to Uh the one in berkeley that was the only one i've been to yeah oh really Mm -hmm. okay so they oh like there was always the finest dudes that worked there and they'd be like (laughs) i need your bag like okay you can take it it. oh my god did my shirt come off with that Uh oh my boobs out oh i've just it's just a nostalgia for me more sure. than I like, think that's what Amoeba really represents to a lot of people because we're also looking at like for those of us who have lived in Hollywood for like just around 10 years it had it became sort of a staple location of something you could you could you were like oh that's gonna be there because everywhere else has changed so much yeah what are they gonna put up another apartment probably apartments complex? probably it's so obnoxious yeah. well now in Hollywood that much I mean I know you guys are in Hollywood you're in a nor- like a nice part of Hollywood like yeah. who the fuck that's wants deep to live Hollywood there? that's in the middle of all the if like foot traffic and traffic if traffic you're across the street from a jack in a box they tore it down that's gone too that just went down a week ago they tore tore down a jack in the box Mm -hmm. why I don't know I I saw it the other day I would never tear down a jack in the box I don't know I was running by it the other day I was like the jack in the box closed I saw it when I was running too I was like like, what happened I'm so upset Mama Shelter closed too I will say they boarded up their windows and they like I just drove past it yesterday and it was just like wood in the windows oh maybe they're just so I was like oh maybe this is because all the hotels are closed yeah I was like maybe this is anti-theft whatever yeah for sure but then i drove past um oh god what is the super famous hotel chateau marmont and it was i mean there were people coming in but and I've out of the driveway past and a few hotels that, that are boarded up, up. yeah yeah I have okay two. so I have maybe two. maybe it will reopen apparently chateau might close well so that was apparently a laundering location allegedly low-key I, maybe i shouldn't i'm gonna say that later yes we'll say that when the mic's max not on just i don't want people coming for me i fucking love jackbox egg rolls and i would sometimes stop there never had one are they so good? I like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, they're probably gross if like I suggest, you know, when you just suggest something and everyone's like, Barf. I wasn't that great girl. Like, <laughs> damn, I went out of the way for this. There's something at Jack in the Box for everybody though. Because there is. What do you aw. eat at Jack in the Box? I never, I literally never eat fast <laughs> How food. How dare you? I swear I never eat there, but I just know this because Rose and Dana, two of our comrades from the comedy store were like literally two years every night of the week like jack and the crack they called it jack and the crack oh yeah, that's what we called like, it growing jack up and the crack. Yeah, jack and the crack no and i've been through the drive i mean i'm sure that there's something i would eat there i just never 
eat fast food, but yeah, uh, no, I don't. I mean, I can't even digest it. It makes my stomach. It makes me so sick. <laughs> no, but it just reminds me of just like drunken nights. Like, oh, if there's don't a nostalgia. Jack in a box. Yeah, it is a drunken night thing. Well, yeah. it will be interesting because someone had a theory that swingers. I do love Wendy's chili. Sorry, oh, interesting. The finger. You like a finger. Wendy's chili. Remember, remember a lady Found tried a to fraud Wendy's and say there was a finger in her chili. I, I do sort of remember up. this now. I don't remember. I do remember sort of remember So no. she was like, "There's a finger in my chili. I'm suing you guys for like ten million dollars." And then they were like, a "We're gonna get to the bottom of this. I should do a documentary on this." Anyways, so they find it and they're like, and they're like. How, we don't think this is real. And she's like, well, how the fuck did I get a fi- I got all my fingers, right? Apparently, it's like her cousin's boyfriend's friend lost his finger. I'll and die. they were like, yo. Let's go get some money. Don't reattach. Like, they couldn't reattach it. So they're like, yo, let's Give just us go. The so then Wendy's went through all of their supply chain. And they were like, did they did the most in- extensive research. And they were like, dude, this shit did not come from us. <laughs> and then they looked at the molecular structure of the finger. And they're like, it wasn't cooked. Ooh. Like, it wasn't cooked, so it didn't go through Wendy's. Don't and come get for a million cooked. dollar company. They, they do this. Billion. A million. Come on. <laughs> Let's buy Wendy's together, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to use my stimulus check. You guys, I bought Wendy's. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sending all my dildos back. It's I'm buying a Wendy's. <laughs> I make all the Wendy's girls black. It's Bakey's now, That would now, be cool. Bitch. That'd be very progressive. <laughs> Afro instead of big And they were like, no. No, this came from something. Then they found it and she was like, then she got like arrested. She would have to. That's fraud on, a, was, on oh. an insane level. Well, have I'm you ever, sorry, if you didn't love Wendy's before, follow them on Twitter because they're coming Why? from McDonald's and it's the fucking funniest oh shit of God. all time. Like they go after people who are <laughs> running their social media. <laughs> like is like, surprise. oh, people, I mean, it, BuzzFeed did an uh, like aggregated a list for like all of their hilarious tweets. Okay, and I'm like, now I have to see that it. person needs a promotion. I'll show you when this is over because it's so fucking funny. Oh, Wendy's, you guys even, yeah. I don't eat fast food. I make all my food but the one I think I yearn for In-N-Out every once in a while same I don't I really what love Wendy's chili okay. that oh, you really fast. do like the I chili. really <laughs> love it's the not chili. getting promoted twice <laughs> okay good job Wendy's taco <laughs> salads and Wendy's chili are the two things that is so random. so specific I am, I, girl I don't taco know what is. Where, where do you get on the menu where you're like I've had enough of all this other you shit I'm Wendy's deep diving salad yeah. only <laughs> like, no 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 because it is what I my entire life first of all I used to we used to go to what my dad was a fast food junkie bless him but we'd go to Wendy's and I I started my Wendy's experience by only eating the top of the bun that had the most mayo on it. That was all I would eat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would disgust Mississippi. I'm just going to be over here licking mayo I'm off a bun if y'all need me. <laughs> we heard it once. You ain't got to repeat it. Can we move on? Oh. What else you do? But then, no, like, because we used to be able to leave high school for, for lunch? lunch. You lucky bastards. We but never you were. You didn't? No, we were like Everybody down. got to do that. Yeah, I went to oh. a super Christian, like, very oh, conservative oh, school. So, no. I was public they're school like, they're like no, 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 you're gonna go who cares sin. about you you're gonna go sin <laughs> um, no so I used to go to Wendy's every day for lunch Wendy's or Subway I was either a meatball sub or a junior bacon cheeseburger so we should just be for high school students oh but I still yeah. I, I mean I can't have it now because of all the fucking bread you but like Subway oh, yeah, I, as of before I got couldn't eat bread anymore yeah Girl, I, loved, I used to love it loved. and then I got I ate it so many times in a row that I like <laughs> Subway has a flavor like even the smell of the Dude, place the has a smell? flavor yo even in Germany where I live Dusseldorf it, it smells it smelled same. like Subway. I was like, I think it's a candle they sent to every franchise. <laughs> it's crazy. It, like, like you can it's taste the, bread. the smell. It's, it's what the it bread. Tastes the bread, like. the bread is the like a sweet thing. And I'm just like, yeah. 
I was so annoyed because I was in Mississippi and uh, my mom was getting some cancer treatment and the only thing they had in the medical mall was a subway and it was like the franchise where no one gave a fuck and I was oh, like no. and I was like I was like well can I at least get some avocado we don't have avocado it Damn. says it's frozen did oh, you take no. she'd be like she'd, be, she'd yell to the back did you take the, guac- the guacamole out no we don't have avocado it's frozen and I'd be like well what do you have this is what we got it was just like I was like, <laughs> meanwhile, my mother oh my is like, who never eats Subway ever. I was like, this is the best sandwich I've ever had. I was In like, shut life. up, Karen. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> oh but you, have no, you both have no excuse to go to Subway in a town like In LA. I don't anymore. But I, I, yeah, now but I, I went so through many this good phase, sandwich I went through many. this phase where I like was obsessed with like turkey sandwiches with avocado from Subway. I don't because know why. It's delicious. You like mayo though. They glob on oh, the mayo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Die, die, die. No, kill me, kill me, kill me. But um, I agree. There are much better sandwiches than Los Angeles. <laughs> okay. okay, well, because we're over an hour do you guys have any advice or anything for week seven because what i have heard is this is not we're, we're in it for a bit longer so i don't know how june. long that's gonna be but i guess june Let's all that's your june. prediction okay everybody do a prediction like what is it mean? like it's a pregnancy. are we saying for the stay-at-home order though or what are you saying are we saying the comedy shelter store open place. shelter oh shelter in place done by june for i agree sure. yes. yeah, yeah yeah but i i but mean more we're gonna be we're gonna have a lot of time i don't think we're going back to work until the fall oh and i think it's gonna be I think that we aren't going to be seeing normalcy at our at the comedy store until 2021. December. Yeah. Same. I think maybe the holidays. It depends on. I think normalcy will be vaccine. I think vaccine. Everyone's going to be like. How about time? I, I do feel a little bit like as a society, it's a bit it's a bit traumatic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's the psychological. I don't think people want to live in this that long. I understand it's giving us free time, time to think, spending time with your families and stuff. If but you're I do creative, th- but if you're not, if you have a regular nine to five and you're working the job you love and you're in the life you love, you got a lot of time to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and, and that's okay, crazy making. Do you guys think more people are going to, okay, do you think more people are going to end up outside after the quarantine, after the shelter in place? Mm-hmm. More people are going to end up in a relationship or out of a relationship out out for sure out statistically based if we follow china's model out and what happened divorce. in china the divorce, divorce rate went <gasps> through the roof no through shut the roof. Up. they, shut they up. took they shut took up. the yep. nails out of the doors shut and up. people went straight, straight to, to their the lawyers divorce court uh-huh Shut Isn't that crazy? Up, look, if you girl. look it up, the statistics. Oh are my nuts. god! Yeah. yeah, and it's not like one percent. It's like it's it's. It a was huge insane. Number. It was like holy shit. You now I'm like, oh, okay. Now y'all want to be single like us? Uh-huh. We quarantine alone. Get to know ourselves. <laughs> Groom. Yeah, I did shit I never did. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Listen, I, okay, Listen, maybe that's I mean, too dirty. I was like, there's no too dirty on this podcast. No. I squatted over a mirror and I shaved. And let Good me tell you something, you. Smoothest, shaves of, smoothest shave of my life. Good I job, have a had terrible, so much time. Dude, I need to do that because I fucking, uh, first of all, I waited so long that it took me like 30 to 45 Damn, minutes weed whacker. <laughs> and I was now like, in the jungle. by the time <laughs> I got, Polishly. It what are you a, doing? It was a new razor. And by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, I think I have to change this razor change already. Razor. Midway. She takes a break. She's got and sweat my Ugh. fingers are wrinkled because i've been sitting in water for so long meanwhile i'm Good still i'm like oh my god, god. he's turning to a babu- polish babushka <laughs> so much hair oh 
my, well, my, my friend was like, she's like, I'm going to have to tip my waxer like $150 for a hundred dollar oh, wax because yeah. she was like, this is a mess. And she's like, I'm not touching it. So we're I'm out of quarantine. I'm getting laser after this. I might get it lasered off of my asshole. We're getting derailed. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going <laughs> to oh, bring it sorry. back. We're going to get right back to focus. Okay. Wait, I thought this was a podcast about assholes. No, it's not. This uh, is a podcast about shaving your asshole. Not just asshole. asshole. It's called ass buttholes from hell. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to wind that into what this podcast is actually about. If you are waiting to wax your own anuses or whatever until this is all Mine over, is squeaky clean. Tip, uh, shut up, Bianca. Tip <laughs> the hell out of your fucking cosmetic. Oh, I don't know. Does a cosmetologist who does that? What your is that? Waxer. Waxer. Your waxer. Your waxer. Tip the hell out of him or her when you are oh, back wow. because if you are extra hairy, remember that's going to take more wax and more effort. And also your masseuses and all the people that have been oh, affected I want massage so, bad. so desperately. I don't you like? I haven't Dude, gotten that's massage the in one ages, thing. but like, yeah, for a lot of people, I spend all my money on massages. And listen, think of all of the industries that you can go back to that require tipping. And if you were paid during this time please please think of them when you go back and realize that like yes they maybe got the stimulus check but maybe they didn't get anything else and if people own their own businesses like we got to say if we can save these small businesses because like amazon is making an obscene profit during this time they are not hurting at all and they don't need our money guys so we just don't oh so let's just mention this too so uh tomorrow's may 1st right correct so we're supposed to strike amazon target whole foods this won't air though until next Monday. Oh, okay. Well, but, but say it. Who who all are we supposed to strike? All of the things owned by Amazon, Bezos, all those things. Because I'm <sighs> proudly, I have not ordered one thing from Amazon. Neither have I. Haven't either. Hey! I haven't. At you know why? Proudly, because I was like, I feel bad ordering something same. non-essential. Yeah. Same. And I can go get that. Same. And I feel like it's kind of fucked up. Mm -hmm. Same. And then Lee's over here ordering dildos. No, I haven't officially ordered <laughs> dildos with her stimulus check. <laughs> Stimulate. I just am stimulated. It's a very good joke. <laughs> We're going back. Bump, bump. We're getting off Call of this. Back. <laughs> um, okay, so I just also real quick want to shout out all the countries that are listening. You guys, thank you so much. Oh, wow, country. lot of countries. lot of countries. Yeah. Indonesia, Australia, and the UK and New Zealand are like going hard oh, in the paint. Oh, Australia? For this yeah. Let me, let me shout out. Oh, I've been listening. Okay, no, God. that was very bad. Oh, I've God. been listening to, I've been watching Married at First Sight Australia, season seven. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. <laughs> There's a couple, her name's Connie, his name's Johnny. You know, Connie and Johnny? Johnny is just like, he's, he, he, I might as well write leave. I might as well write leave. Connie, I'm in so not tricked to you. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, guys. Bella, I'm so sorry for what you just heard. I'm just Connie saying, and like, Johnny. Connie and Johnny. I'm like, Johnny's oh. not, Johnny's not here. I was like, <laughs> anyway, okay. Shout out. But huge love now. to all of those countries. Thank you guys so much. It's such a pleasure to know that we are, you know, with our idiocracy, we are reaching across the pond. So thank you guys so <laughs> I'm like, much. who wants to listen to us talk this shit? Hey, listen. Lord. <laughs> listen, I did the heavy lifting on other episodes so maybe they didn't listen to the bonus episodes but no they are um and it mean it means a lot so thank you guys so much and ladies you guys have anything to say to wrap up week seven mm, okay well we're gonna drop checks <laughs> now thank a you. lot we have said yes, a lot all right thank I you mean, guys we've digressed quite a bit no she's about to talk about anuses again we're gonna move on we're gonna <laughs> do this outro thank you guys so much for listening if you want to help us out here at service from hell leave us a five-star review on itunes and tell your friends to listen it will help us reach more people that need to be schooled in the art of being kind and will be catharsis for those of us working in the industry and if you have stories of your own we promise we are eventually going to get back to our regular format we'd love to hear them so email us here at service from hell podcast at gmail.com and someone from our team will let you know if we're going to read your story live on the air so please again like i said we are going to get back to the original format but just right now because of the time of history that we are in we're just sticking to these you know 
talk about it. This happened to be a really lovely episode just talking about the comedy store and why we may not necessarily miss being at work. We miss the people, but maybe don't necessarily want to go back and deal with the drama. But remember, if you can't afford a tip, you can't afford to go Stay out. Stay home. So don't be garbage. Yeah, be good shelter to your ass in shelter place. Shelter in place. In perpetuity. Shelter your wallet in mm-hmm. place. Yeah, shelter your right. wallet at home in perpetuity. <laughs> it's easier that way. Um, this episode is going to be dedicated to Dr. Lorna M. Breen. And thank you guys so much for listening. That's going to be it. All right. Yay. Good night, y'all. Good thank night. you, ladies. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Oh, oh god, she's out. What is up with my couch? Oh, it's too, like, it's too damn soft. I know. It's because I've been sitting on it so much. <laughs> oh, you should be more firm. Oh boy. Oh boy. There's a joke there too.